Hi, and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast that gives you tips and tricks for how to start, grow, and sell your online business. Also take a look at our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more info around how you can make your business better. But for now, here's today's episode. Hello, and welcome to episode 157, how not to turn into a hermit in your solo business. So when you leave a workplace and you go and work for yourself, it can be a completely different environment. If you're working from home, especially, and there's no one else around, and you're just working on your own business by yourself without any staff, then it can actually be quite a lonely experience if you focus only on that and forget about everything else around you. And look, let's be straight. There needs to be sometimes when you have to focus on that sort of thing. You have to dig deep into the weeds with your business and focus on certain targets and goals. But what we also want to do is overlay that and surround that with various ways of reconnecting and staying connected with other people that are relevant to you and your business. Okay, so how do we do that? Because let's be fair, if you're introverted, it's actually not too bad. But if you're an extrovert and you love being around people, sometimes the whole solo business owner thing doesn't work quite as well as it as it could do. So we want to make sure that we're putting in place measures to uh, reconnect with people. So one of the key things to do is basically look at networking and what options you have for networking so it's networking is about creating connections with like-minded individuals say industry professionals or potential clients and it basically helps you expand your reach and tap into knowledge and expertise which you might not have so that's the bonus about it it's not only just connecting with people but it's actually connecting with their ideas and their experience and that can actually be really good in terms of collaboration and growth of your business so how do you do that well obviously there's networking events so like things like conferences you know if you're in um i don't know if your if your business relies on seo there's heaps of seo conferences and you know i would challenge you beyond just going to a local conference i would say try and go to one that's not even in your country. Um, like I've been to an SEO conference in Chiang Mai in, in Thailand, and, you know, that's um, a completely different place from New Zealand. And But the beauty of it was I got to meet all of these different people from, you know, all different um, parts of the globe. And that's the beauty of going to a conference which isn't too close to you. That sort of expansion of of ideas and expanding your reach goes as far as as it, as it can go if you go to a conference in another country. Okay, so the other thing is when you go to these sort of conferences or you're doing networking, and it can be local, you want to mix it up. You don't just want to do one conference a year. You want to try and find, say, coffee groups or something like that that's local to you. So you can sort of mix it um, up over the year and, and making sure you're regularly networking. So the key thing with this is you want to be authentic. You want to go along to these events with, I guess, no end goal in mind, but to absorb information and um, connect with people. And so you've got to be authentic. You know, you've got to show that you're genuine and you've got an interest in others. And one of the key ways to do that is a thing called active listening. So 
pretty much what active listening is. It's a fundamental skill for effective relationship building. What you're doing is you're actually fully focusing on the person you're interacting with. You're asking thoughtful questions and you're showing genuine curiosity. Okay, so basically what that does, it demonstrates your interest in their experiences, their challenges and goals, and actually creates a deeper connection with them than you would if you stood there talking to someone who's going on about search engine optimization and you're thinking about what you had for lunch. So active learning is really important when you're networking, and it's also a bit of a skill that if you're not used to it, um, it can be something you need to sort of train yourself to do. Um, so that's something you can try out when you go and do this, do your networking. So yeah, attending networking events and conferences is really important to do because it allows you to basically not only just listen to people, but also express your ideas and see where they sit. So you might have these ideas about your business and you might think, right, I want to do this and I want to use this approach to get growth in my business, or I want to launch a new product or anything like that. These conferences and events are great places to sow the seed and pitch your idea and see what the industry people say about it. You know, what, what is the feedback? You know, what do they say about your product? What do they say about your plans for growth? Because sometimes when we're working in our own business, we get so um, tied up in the weeds that we kind of lose sight of, I guess, clarity and stepping outside the business and looking inside from from the outside because that's what you need to do to actually clarify whether an idea is actually good is to consider it from all different angles so rather than being very focused and um you know i guess biased on it from your own point of view they think oh it's a great product it's going to be a winner you know there's nothing can stop it if you get some feedback from other people from the outside, they might bring up stuff that you're not uh, aware of or not prepared for or didn't think about. And it allows you to then go back and reflect and potentially make some changes to that product or your plan for growth or whatever it is that you're doing. So the idea with these conferences or any of these networking connections is to Obviously, do the active listening that we talked about, and that grows the connection with the person, but also have not necessarily an elevator pitch ready, but have some ideas that you do want to pitch to people and get their feedback from. And then the key takeaway from that is after the conference or your networking event is to then go and review what was talked about, what the feedback was from people, and then make some decisions based on that feedback. Are you going to take that on board? Are you going to make some changes to your plan or your product or whatever it is? Or are you discounting that feedback because it wasn't right or it didn't sit um, with your product or, or whatever? So you've got to make some decisions about how you're going to deal with that feedback. Um, but definitely it's a really good tool to not only uh, connect with people, but also you know test out some ideas and, and get some feedback on stuff. So the other thing with these sorts of um, connections is you never know when you might need some help. And so by going to these conferences, the other thing to do is to always make sure that you uh, 
uh, take some context. Um, so get people's business cards or, you know, get their phone number or their whatever, their social media accounts. Connect with them in whatever way that you like connecting or they like connecting. And make sure you keep in touch with them because, and it doesn't, you don't need to do this everywhere. You know, it could be that once a month you message that person and you say, you know, it might just be a, a you know, a, a simple conversation about how's things going. It doesn't always need to have a purpose. But when you do want some feedback or you want to reconnect about an idea or something like that, that's when these connections that you've kept going are really useful. Okay, so again, it's it's a tool for your business as well as being something to get you out of that hermit lifestyle of of not talking with anyone because we need you know humans we need to interact so it's twofold this this networking and connections it's about being able to make good connections for your business but it's also about actually communicating and connecting with people and getting out of your single office in your house and going and into a different environment and communicating, you know, your business ideas and and listening to what other people are doing, you know, get ideas from them. Um, so it's all about that. So what other ways can you do it if you don't have time to, you know, go to a whole lot of networking events or conferences or anything like that? Well, obviously, online platforms and social media. So there's heaps of tools now, you know, obviously with um you know, platforms like LinkedIn, Twitter, you know, and there's even industry specific forums that you can connect to with professionals in your field. So, you know, the example we talked about before, which was SEO, is there's, you know, Facebook groups about SEO that you can connect to people on and ask questions and things like that. So you can actually utilize social media within your networking, um, I guess, your your overall networking plan. And one thing I would do, because one of, one of the hard things about networking is being consistent with it. You need to do it often and you need to actually plan it to ensure that you do do it often because it's too easy to just push it aside saying, well, I'm busy today. I've got this stuff I need to work on in my business. What I would do and what I'd recommend is doing a yearly plan for your network. And it might be that you've got one conference a year you want to go to. You've got, um, say, three local uh, networking events that you want to go to and then you want to have those little interconnects in between so that could be your little social media um, chats and things like that so you know you don't need to have all of those lined up at the beginning of the year but certainly allocate slots for them and then look to fill them as you go through the year so you know you've got a nice networking plan and you're going to build up some of those relationships the other reason why you it's good to have a good network is because in your business, you might need help in terms of expanding your business and help in terms of maybe a business partner or maybe an investor in your business. Um, or you might get to the stage where you actually want to sell your business. So if you're networking with the right people, those people are in similar businesses to yours. They could be interested in coming on board with you and partnering up. They could be interested in investing in what you're doing, or they could even be interested in buying what your what your business is. So again, the networking play is a long play, and it's got a lot of valuable uh, results from it. There's a lot of really good um, outcomes for doing regular and um, diverse and widespread networking. So this would be my advice to you today is to actually sit down, do a networking plan up, then 
look at what those um look at each time you go to network what things you want to bring to the party what you want to learn from others and then once you come back from that review that conference or that or that um you know networking event and i guess come to some conclusions about what that is what that takeaways are for your business and and what little changes can you make and you know at the end of the day the worst thing that can happen is you can make some friends out of this whole thing um the best thing you could make is you know a business partner or um a a way to exit your business in two or three years time by selling it to someone you've networked to so there's a whole heap of bonuses and and positives about doing a decent um well-planned networking um i guess structure for your business Okay, so if you want a bit more info about networking and who to network to and how to network, there's a heap of information on our website, emilyandblair.com. Go and jump on there. There's heaps of articles about it. Um, If you need help with your business, you can have a 30-minute free phone call with me. Uh, I can have a look at your business and tell you what I think is going well and what areas I think that you could improve on or even just talk about a problem that you're having in your business and how it could be resolved. So jump on our website if you want to make a booking. Uh, There's some time slots there that you can uh, go to and make a booking that suits you. And that's all we've got time for in episode 157, how not to turn into a hermit in your solo business. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Elevating Business. Make sure to check out our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more tips and tricks for how you can grow and make your business more successful.